Hello and welcome to the unofficial unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. My name is Dan and with me after a near-death experience is my <laughs> dear friend Sarah. How are, are you had... recovered Sarah? Are you okay? I haven't had a near-death experience. Are you kidding? I spoke with you on Wednesday and you sounded like you were actually already dead. That's true. You have to excuse me, dear listener, because I'm not very well this week. So I might sound a little bit croaky, but even more so, I've lost my ability to multitask, <laughs> which makes following cycling on the computer really hard. Yes, yes. And um, it's, you know, now that the season's in full swing, there's more cycling than ever to follow. And added to which, you know, there's uh, a world championship on track um, going on at the moment. So there's a hell of a lot to, to try and follow and talk about, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, right now. Right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So today's day three, yeah, of uh, Track World Champs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, it is. Day three. So where, where would you like to start? Like, I mean, we can go back almost a full week and uh, and talk about the Omloops. <gasps> Omloops. God, doesn't it feel a long time ago? I know, doesn't it? Well, I mean, in a way it was because it was literally three whole road races ago and two days of track world championships ago so yeah you know there's it's a lot of racing ago is is what i'm getting at but uh yeah. started started last week with the opener of the the sort of spring classics part of the season with the the om loop het noise blood yes uh, yeah Yes, oh, it, it's funny. It's like it's like you get to Omloop Eve. I get to Omloop Eve, and every time I kind of hear about, like, see the photos of riders, kind of right previewing the cobbles and stuff like that, I get so happy and so excited because, you know, and then you kind of see all your friends on Twitter saying, you know, I was thinking that maybe I didn't like cycling anymore, but no, I love it. I just miss the classics, <laughs> and it's beautiful. I mean. Yeah, there's there is the negative side of the omelet pet noise bad, which is that you can't see it. And this week I've been, I was, and, and actually I couldn't have seen anything because I was watching all of these races pretty much on trains. Because I went to my friend Nadia's surprise birthday party, which so I was like, you know, you're sitting there, I can't give this away. But um, yeah, so I was like watching all the, you know, kind of will my train arrive <laughs> before the race finishes? Will <laughs> will I go to a Wi-Fi Z dead zone? What's will, going on? Will your train beat the sprint trains to the finish line, as it were? Exactly, exactly. So you know, then then you know, will I will I? Because like worst case scenario is you're on the tube without internet contact while the while the end game is happening. But yeah, so yeah, no video live from the Omni Pet Noise Bud. And to be honest, I'm kind of exhausted with cycling i'm tired i'm ill i'm kind of exhausted with cycling and i kind of can't i feel a little bit guilty because you know i'm just like okay i've got limited energy i'm gonna go glass half full i'm gonna talk about the good things i'm going to be happy but i do kind of feel like maybe are we letting them off the hook are we letting people like sports are off the hook i think we absolutely are letting them off the hook i'm 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 kind of pissed off about it to be honest with you so mm. I mean, look, I, I would be willing to forgive. I mean, obviously, you know, we're coming into the first year of the, the World Tour. We've got our first World Tour race coming up, which I'm very excited about. And that's changing the, the standards and expectations for, for coverage of races. Now, I know this race doesn't necessarily have to adhere to, to that standard. But the thing that pissed me off is when there are cameras in place for the men's race... And when the video highlights package that comes out after the women's race clearly shows that the cameras were on and working, like, 
how hard is it to fucking cut over? Like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I mean, the thing is, is I'm exhausted having that conversation. Now, here's what I hope, though. Here's what I hope is that was done by Sportsa. Omni Pet Noise Bed was done by Sportsa. Now, Sportsa have already said that they're going to stream the last um, 40 odd kilometers of Ronde van Vlaanderen. Mm. Um, on online and they're going to make sure they cut between Ronde van Vlaanderen and you know blah 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 they're going to do it properly now what I hope is that they'll actually you know obviously we yell at them every year oh my god sports or what the fuck but and it doesn't change things but 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 what I'm hoping for is that um is that uh is that is that we is that they'll see in the numbers do you know what I mean? That it yeah, a yeah. decision because the site, the reason the sports have showed so much cycle across over the winter was because it was a commercial decision. You know, they, they yeah, put some yeah. up. It got great viewing figures. They slapped as much more up as they could well, find. And I, honestly, it is starting to change. So here in Australia, and you know, stepping outside of cycling briefly, but um, so the the international um, cricket women's uh, twenty twenty competition was televised before the men here. Um, we've got um, qualifying matches on for the Women's World Cup in, in soccer or football, depending on where you are, um, going on at the moment. And again, they're being broadcast live on free-to-air TV. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it's kind of cool because we're getting this groundswell of sport, support for women's sport in general, um, which is fantastic. But, you know, as you say, like I, I really hope that the, the commercial aspects of it really start to come to the fore as Did well. You- did you know that more people watched the Australian women's cricket thing than watch cricket in England? Yeah, that does not surprise me, actually. No, but like, no, but you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like, like this is the thing is, is, is it's like, I mean, part of that is it's the difference between free to air and being on it, being hidden away, tucked away in a subscription, paid for subscription channel. However, this idea that, oh, women's sport is inherently boring, blah, 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 blah. Even if it's free to air, if it was shit, people wouldn't be watching it. And people exactly. were watching it. And people watched the women's cyclocross and they came back again and again. And yep. obviously the, the better known races got the more, you know, got the, got, got the, got the, got the, got the higher viewing figures. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, hell yeah. Hell yes, this is going to happen. And yeah, so that's where I am. So I'm sorry, you know, I mean, but this is not to say that if you don't, if you personally want to see more cycling, you know, want to see more cycling, then, you know, tweet sports or hey sports or you're the host broadcaster, what's going on, tweet Eurosport, whoever it is that shows your cycling. Apologies to any Americans, because I know you have very great difficulty watching cycling in the States, but, you know, tweet your host broadcaster and tweet your home broadcaster and say, hey, look, I love this, but why couldn't I see Omloop? And especially this Omloop. It was always going to be exciting. It's always great to see the first, you know, it's the, there's a lot of big riders, big name riders who are coming out for the first time. And we were saying before the race, you know, we're going to have to watch Lizzie Armitstead racing in her world champion stripes as soon as humanly, as soon as, you know, for the first time ever. It was yeah. wonderful. And, you know, and, and everyone wants to take it. Everyone wants it. You know, this is not... And the funny thing is, is like, it's kind of one of those races where um, where there's like this script and the script is um, nothing happens until the fifth climb, the Cote de Trio. Because if you try anything earlier, you're going to die. You're going to get yeah, killed. Yeah. But, but that's not... But the funny thing is, is that's that's what the pros say. You know, the top level riders say nothing happens from the Cote de Trio to this yeah. Cote de Trio. But that's because they can all stay at the front. Yeah. Whereas, you know, riders have died, they've been attacked. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Um, Behind them, there's like seventy other riders, all desperately yeah. trying to hold on. Yeah, and yeah. and 
we have this conversation during the um, during the the tour of Qatar where um, where she, I think it's Chantal Black was saying, oh, nothing really happened in this stage. And actually, what had happened was there had been like a million attempt attack attempts, but they'd just been chased down because for Bowles, for someone like Bowles, for a team like Bowles nothing happened is means yeah it was just business as usual people tried to get away but we didn't let them yeah yeah nothing it's... happened whereas for the other teams fuck ton happens yeah exactly it's that is that it's that classic thing isn't it of um you know when when you're a pro at something your definition of what is challenging or stressful or whatever in your workplace is wildly different to everyone else's so, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's funny. It's funny. So yeah. So what happened in Omloop? Well, tons of attacks, lots of attacks, great groups. I mean, you know, when you're sitting there on the train going, oh my God, look at the sound of that group. Like, I know there were honestly half a dozen that were just like, oh, wow, that could really, that could be, that could be something. Yeah. But it kind of came towards the end when, um, Lizzie Armitstead attacked, and she attacked from quite far out, uh, relatively speaking. She attacked, I mean, you know, what you do with the Omloop is you have, um, you have like a big, long gap. Then you have all the hills and all the cobbles, uh, all the hills, bang, 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 bang. And then around the last hill, you have the cobble sections, bang, bang, bang. And then you have a long run-in, and it's like attack, attack, attack. And there'd been this moment where Ellen Van Dyke attacked, and I swear I just had that Ellen theme tune in my head on the train. <laughs> oh, my God, Ellen Van Dyke's attacked Simon. And then... Yeah, and, and then Lizzie Armitstead attacked, and she was joined by Gracie Elvin, and it was really interesting, because there was, like, this stuff on the thread game, well, Gracie's not working. Um, Gracie's not working. Gracie's dropped back. And it was Lizzie out solo, and can you imagine how that must have felt for her in her world champion rainbow jersey? She loves the, she yeah. loves the classics. And for years and years, she couldn't race the classics, because she was, you know, riding track as well. So, you know, this time of year is track time. Um yeah, and also it's her first road race in the jersey, you know, oh, that, like it's 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 storybook sort of stuff. It's storybook, and so she won solo, and just, ah, oh, can you imagine how that felt? That's just, ah, oh, wonderful, like just, you're like, yeah, Lizzie, I mean, you know, I, there's like a hundred different riders I would have liked to see win, it's, it's not that I would like to see Lizzie, Lizzie win above above all, but it's a nice story, you know. It's, yeah, it was a good story. It's a storyline. Nice story yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and it was a good race, and you know, and it was a great way to open the season. I think so. Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. And um, uh, Bowles Donnans, obviously Lizzie won. Chantal Black won the bunch sprint for uh, won a bunch sprint for second out of a group of around I'd say twenty riders. Um, yeah, fin- kind right. of finished all together. So Chantal Black second. Tiff Cromwell from Canyon Shram, who won it a couple of years ago, was third. Uh, Leah Kirchman from Liv Planter in fourth, and Shelley Olds of Silence in fifth. Uh, Lucinda Brand, Rabobank, sixth. Wiggle Hondas, Curry Hosking, seventh. Lotto's, Susanna Zorzi, eighth. Carmen Small, Savello Bigler in ninth, and, and Emma Johansson of Wiggle High, five, tenth. Now, I'm doing the top ten there because I think it's really fascinating at this time of year looking at which teams are on fire. Yeah. And, yeah, and one team is slightly on fire, but we'll come to that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, and and they had all these adorable things afterwards with Lizzie saying things like, "Yeah, I, I I didn't really expect it to work, and I wasn't supposed to go from that far." But you know, <laughs> here we are, and that's what happened. But here we are. That's what we did. I just decided, you know, it worked, and and that's just glorious too. I I really really like it. Gutted for Ellen Van Dyke who crashed and broke her ribs, a couple yeah. of ribs, which 
is like that's just shit so shit so so shit and and um yeah i mean especially because ellen loves the classics and she's so good at them and oh ellen i'm so sorry for you apparently she says she hopes to be she could even be back in march but i hope she doesn't come back too soon because this is a really important year for her yeah yeah exactly like this is this is a big year and you know, look, to be honest, uh, if I'm going to be at all superstitious about it, I choose to believe that she was getting her bad luck for the year out of the way early. Hell yes. Yes, that's that's exactly it. That's that's your bad luck done and dusted, Ellen. The rest of the year is only up and we're just going to see you ferociously attack. Yeah. Like only can all the way through. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Mm. Um, if you saw Lizzie Armistead's in winning in her jersey and thinking, oh, I'd really like that jersey, you can actually buy... A signed, a rainbow jersey, Bowles Dolmans, signed by Lizzie Armistead on the Bowles Dolmans shop. Well, there you go. And actually, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can buy from all sorts of teams. Like, you've been doing nice roundups of um, of kit posts of um, yeah, available. Yeah, there's a little bit of a problem with the bowls right now. If you're outside of Europe, if you're not paying by euro, then there's a little bit of payment problems. But don't worry, that'll come back next week. It's going to be fine. Just you know, just just keep an eye on the Bowles Dolmans Twitter because they're lovely people. They'll tell you. But yeah, um, Bowles Dolmans, you can buy the entire full kit in men's and women's cuts. You can buy everything. You can buy bidons and caps. So if you can't afford the full kit like me, you can still like <laughs> you know buy something to show your love and support of the team. But yeah, Lizzie Armit said sign rainbow jersey i think that's amazing yeah if, if anyone wants to buy me one for my birthday you know that'd be great. <laughs> um, yeah you can also pre-order the canyon Stram. remember canyon Stram very 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 nearly won the best team yes. kit right they were only just picked pit by silence um canyon Stram, you can buy their kits uh from uh rafa well you can pre-order it only in women's cuts and gentlemen if you want to say, oh, Sarah, it's so terribly, terribly, terribly unfair that I can't buy uh, the team kit in a men's cut, I've just got to tell you, I'm not going to be very sympathetic. Yeah, actually, to be perfectly honest, um, as a man, I'd just say shut the fuck up, dudes, because seriously, like, making kits isn't cheap, and, you know, like, fuck off. Like, you've got plenty of kits. Like, let the women have this. It's cool. Oh, but- if, no, they've got also, them, if they've got them, great. But if they don't, you know, like, don't get all whiny about it. Yeah, but the, thing, the interesting thing is, is that, like, for example, you, United Healthcare, who have a women's team, you can't buy a women's women's fit kit. Yeah. And any most of the men's men's pro teams, you can't buy women's fit kits. Like, so Lotto, for example, who have a women's team, you can't buy a women's fit kit. You can only buy men's. And I did have a dude say to me on Twitter the other day, oh, but Sarah, you know, women can fit into men's large-size no. kits. Oh, yeah. dude, seriously, STFU, like, really, no. I feel like as a man, you should take this one and explain why that's maybe a bad thing to say. Oh, dude, like, seriously, okay, pause, just take a moment, sit down, put your drink down, because I'm going to say some things that are going to shake you up a little bit, but dear fuckwit on Twitter, Look, as a guy, you've got to accept that we live in an unjust world and that actually women bear the brunt of a great many of these things. It's a minor sacrifice in your life to accept that you can't get a jersey that's custom made for you. Guess what? Fucking privilege. Not a right. Deal with it. Women women put up with that shit all the time. But just because a woman somewhere may occasionally squeeze herself into, as you say, a men's jersey, 
doesn't mean that that's an acceptable outcome in the world. Like, grow the fuck up. <laughs> no, I've got to, no, I've got to say that this is only one person because most people, what happens in this conversation is most people go, oh, Sarah, I'm really sorry. I'm embarrassed to say that I'm so disappointed. I want to buy it. And I go, yeah, dude, this is how women feel all the time. And they go, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm so sorry. And they just laugh at me and I laugh at them. And yeah. it's lovely. So, and, and so, if you're a dude, so if you're a dude, if you're a dude who's thinking, oh, God, is she talking about me? Um if you haven't tried, if you if you've kind of if when I've come back and gone, oh yeah, that, welcome to my world, um, and you've gone, yeah, I know, okay, then it's not you, love. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yes, like okay, so yeah, guys, most of you are doing all right, you know, but for those of you yeah, who, lovely, are, lovely who are falling into a, a bit of a trap there, like get the fuck out, like really, like just yeah. No, there will be there also will be a canyon SRAM kit made by Rafa next year so dudes if you are worried about it you can get one but third set of kit um uh, prendas make the kit for giant helpersin and live plant no they don't make it they, they're the they're the sellers i guess they sell on right um and prendas have got their giant help have updated their giant helpersin and live plant to a shop oh Oh my god it is stacked full of stuff um women's short steve team issue jersey 40 quid whoa that's pretty cheap it's fucking cheap isn't it yeah like and and, and dear listener i mean it's you also know, if you it's if pounds you, that's still four million australian dollars but <laughs> yeah but everything's four million australian dollars you know like you deal with that um yeah um if you order, if you're in the UK and you order it, they'll do same day. They'll they'll do same day shipping. So if you kind of want to make, you know, say say to the lovely lady in your life, hey, here's a lift, you know, here's a lift plan to her jersey. She'll think that you paid tons of money, and it's um and and you'll get it. You know, here it hang is. On, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are you conspiring to help people fool their significant others? Is that what you're no, doing? I'm, I'm trying to persuade them to buy things for their significant others. Yeah, but in devious ways that make them look like they're wow. Okay, cool. All right. I, 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 the, the basic thing is that their significant other has a lovely cycling jersey that's you know that's team anyway, team issue everything on the lift planter <laughs> everything like literally everything and they've also got like really cute things like caps and three way hats. I still can't work out the third way of the three way hats. So uh, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, cool, cool. Um, and the other one, of course, Australians might be going, oh, God, I can't afford this. The shipping to Australia is four million Australian dollars. Oh, my God. But if you're in Australia, you can buy the Rush um, the Rush cycling kit. The Rush, oh, yes, um, yes, Team Rush. from uh, uh, Bridie O'Donnell's team. Yes, Ruth Corset's team. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Gorgeous. Um, if, you like, if you like bright pink. Um, um, as an aside, um, Bridie got uh silver in the oceania time trials this week as well so. oh congratulations bridey yeah got silver and cat garfoot yep and ahead of kate perry who i've never heard of mm. um but yes congratulations yeah congratulations to all of them oceania's is on right now the road race is probably tomorrow maybe yep. today no well no it's night time now so Definitely. okay yeah brilliant yeah the road race is probably tomorrow yes uh-huh. yes i'm right yes yeah so yeah, cool. um, also, um, obviously the link's on my blog, pro women's, our blog, prowomenscycling.com, and you can also pick up other people whose shops have been out all year that we're not making a fuss off because you could always buy it. That seems unfair. But yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, if you, yeah. I, I think my attitude about that's reasonably clear at this point. 
<laughs> you can buy Rabo Live amazing jerseys, and this is the year to do it because Rabo Live Rabo Bank isn't sponsoring them after this year. So yeah. you know, get your Rabo get your Rabo Live jersey, and this year you can look like Mariana Voss until she comes back and starts winning race jerseys. Mm. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. <sighs> so, um... so yeah, that was um, that was the first race. <laughs> oh, damn it! Have we been talking for like forty five minutes or something? And it's... <laughs> Jesus. Now as we move into hour three of our coverage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our fault because the same day as Omloop was Evie Stevens' hour record. Yes, yes indeed. Um a new record as it turns out. So um yeah, Evie um the uh... <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Carry on. Enjoying which? I just was going you, I, uh... Yeah, I was gonna say the altitude was uh, clearly a benefit. Um, well, no. You see, this is the interesting thing, is I thought that the altitude would give her much, 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 much more benefit than it did. But it was like, well, she did get an hour record um, for... Uh, for, for you know for, for, for it and you know she she did she did set a new record it everyone was saying oh she's gonna go you know she, she's aiming for genie longer so basically the hour record back in the day the all-time hour record mark is 48.159 kilometers by genie longo at altitude probably in the superman position that um that yeah that that, that you know obviously with genie longo <laughs> yeah yeah um, exactly it comes with an asterisk um, yeah, that asterisk is she was probably doping people, but yeah. So um, uh, um, they they yeah the the so you know so Evie's aim was to get that one, and she was aiming to get over forty eight um, kilom- uh, kilometers. The previous uh, uh, record had been forty seven point eight eight two kilometers by Bridie O'Donnell at sea level, and it looked like Evie was going to do it, but she was really you know she's going really well, she's staying calm, but then. Towards the end, she just completely lost it in terms of track skills yeah. and just like waving all over the track. And I mean, Bridie said she did the same thing where she was, you know, if you added up how much she actually rode versus how many, <laughs> yeah, versus how many. Had she had better track skills, she'd have done more. But yeah, she was like, I thought at one point that Evie was going to get DQ'd because she was dipping down below, you know, she was dipping down into the blue bit. She was banging her, you have the, the, the little cushions to stop, you know, to, to keep you in place, banging all over the place. Really, really, really lost it. It was a really interesting thing, actually, I think, because it was, it was showing that although yeah. Evie's done track, track practice, that I think that when we get like a, a, a full-time, you know, not a full-time track rider, but a rider with a lot of track experience, it's going to be very different, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I, I remember last time we were talking about the hour and you were saying, um, you know, the other thing is obviously every track is somewhat unique. And so... Yeah, you know, and this is get, a weird track. Exactly. I was going to say, get a rider with plenty of track experience on their home track and you're probably going to see some some really impressive stuff start to happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't think. I mean, so Evie did it in Evie set it. Evie did it in forty-seven point nine eight kilometers, very very close to forty-eight. Now, the weird Colorado track is a, a semi indoor, semi outdoor track. So they put up this like inflatable um, roof over it. So it's like it's like and it's not like the beautiful smooth boards and the beautiful control pressure. So I reckon that you can get like I mean I reckon that basically you're going I mean even someone at Appledon which isn't like the most up to date track I reckon someone at Ellen Van Dyke racing it you know riding on a riding on a really fast track. Yeah. 
will it doesn't matter that it's not at altitude. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so congr- mad congratulations to Ebby. It was a very entertaining um, thing. I was at my friend's party, so I couldn't watch it, but I'm reliably informed. <laughs> it was very, very entertaining. And it had the typical Ebby stuff. Like, she was interviewed afterwards by um, her team, her coach, Neil Henderson's nine-year-old daughter, Abby, interviewed her, video interviewed her, which was pretty adorable, I've got to say. Yeah. There was some... Um, I... I... I can't remember if it was actually a video or if I just saw a gif, but um, there's some kind of recording anyway of Evie afterwards um, outside doing her victory dance, which is pretty, pretty funny. And I guess classic yeah. Evie. <laughs> oh, speaking of classic riders, did you see what Lizzie Armitstead got given on the, uh, the team sign on for the, for, for, for Omelette Noiseblad? No, I didn't. She got given an enormous bottle of local beer. Oh, with her face on it. At the start of the race, that's how you do it. At the start of the race, yes. So, yeah, so there are so many lovely pictures of Lizzie kind of holding this bottle with her face on it, like, yeah. yeah. And then there's Evie kind of doing her happy dance afterwards. So, yeah, Bowles was doing pretty well on Saturday last week. True, true. And then Sunday? Sunday. 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 That was a nice little pause for us both. Yeah, Sunday, Omelette Van Het Hugeland. Uh, Omelette Van Het Hageland. Um, it's yeah. It's every every race in um, in Belgium has about three names. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how you know it's a Belgian race. It's got like you know yeah. multiple multiple names. Anyway, um, so this one was actually broadcast live, and um, yes, really well. I'm hurt. I mean, I was on a yeah. Train. No, the oh, coverage honestly coverage honestly was fucking beautiful like like really impressively good smooth streaming no buffering problems or anything like that great um you know simple graphics and and stuff like it was really 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 well done i was very impressed it was done by the most media team someone told me there are only two motorbikes yeah, I, I, I mean, honestly, if if that's the case, and I have no reason to think it's not, um, like it's just even more impressive to me the quality of coverage they gave. They covered it really, really well. So people were complaining somewhat about the uh, about the music. What was the music like? Oh uh, yeah, look, but see, honestly, I think that's a little bit of an unfair complaint because the music was whatever was being played live on the course. So, like, this is a, you know, it's a circuit race. And so, like, it was basically just the background noise of whatever was going on in the main bit of town, or you know. So, oh, right. So it wasn't like the music wasn't yeah. being, yeah. Okay. So it's not like some someone was sitting in an audio booth just playing shit music. It was, you know, you got a bit of, um, it, you know, like, it's, the, it's what you'd get at any sort of, like, outdoor public event concert sort of thing, you know, family-friendly, cheesy, poppy sort of stuff. You know, um, yeah, I, I mean, okay, yeah, it's not stuff that I would, I can't believe we'd, yeah, it, look, it, complain about music if you want, but fuck you, you know, <laughs> it's in the background, it's like, it didn't affect the race negatively. And, 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 people, and the interesting thing was, there was no commentary, right? You can yeah. hear commentary, but Twitter provides the commentary, and big thanks to Peter van der Veen, who was also, who was providing yes. excellent commentary, yeah. Um 
while watching the stream, you know, yeah. uh, congrats, you know, Peter always does such a good job and I really, really appreciate his work. And, and honestly, yeah. in, in, and especially if you were finding the, you know, the background music annoying, it's almost ideal because you could just turn the audio right down and just with Twitter and race on, you know, it, like it was a great way to, to watch the race. I, like I say, I found the coverage excellent. Um, so 129 kilometer race, um, surprisingly enough, there was a bunch of attacks one big lap it's one big lap and then it's a couple of small loops yeah, isn't it? and then yeah. it's five small loops of the finishing circuit with lots of cobbles and cobbly climbs yeah, and yeah. general belgian so joy it's, it's mostly flat but there's two distinct points in that circuity bit that are kind of like really short punchy climbs which you know classic belgian you know hit it go up ouch you know struggle through um so around about halfway through about 65k to go um we saw um you know after heaps of attacks through early in the race gracie elvin and anushka costa from rabo live oh yeah lovely anushka costa who was best yeah. young rider in um ladies tour of qatar and is definitely a rider to watch watch watch, yeah. watch. and so they got they got a nice little break and um you know got a couple of minutes and were working well they were clearly working hard but they were doing fairly well uh but they did actually get caught at about 35k to go um, mostly because the you know field behind them was picking up to start forming up and and it was attacking and stuff as well. Uh, truthfully, they were probably caught a little bit earlier than you would have ideally wanted to, but that's the way it went. Because um, that kicked off another couple of attacks. So um, high tech tried to try to get away. Uh, oh, I was reading about Vita Heine looking like she was in 20 different kinds of pain, really, yeah, really suffering on the bike, yeah. and the Peloton just cruising behind her, giggling. And, and that's, like, I was just going to, you know, give a bit of a shout-out because, honestly, that was that was next-level pain face, like, next-level. She had this weird and, – and please bear in mind, I don't mean this – in anything you mean this most respectful this is, way. This is yeah. Love. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the most respectful possible way. But she had this sort of um, tick in her her shoulder and neck, so her head kept sort of twitching to one side, and and her shoulder would flick a little bit, and like like it was just obvious that she was really really going for it. And so massive respect, you know. Having a crack is always a challenging thing, but to really commit like that and and push yourself that way was really cool. So. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, that was caught as well. Um, doomed, doomed. Briefly, it was. yeah, it was. But it was epic. You know, it's kind of like those those classic. You know, like in men's racing in the in the early two thousand, where people would be like, oh, you know, Jens has gone for a crazy attack or or something. You know, it was it's that kind of thing. Like you know, it's doomed, but it's still kind of super exciting to see. I think that's why we love the sport so much, isn't it? Like, yeah. like you know, we can we can laugh at it, but we laugh at it appreciating it and loving it and make, knowing exactly. that it makes the sport more fun. And also secretly knowing that one out of every 200 of those works. Yeah. And, and this might be the one. You know. Yeah. And oh, God, Heinrich Hausler. When Heinrich Hausler yes. won the, um, yeah. that, that Tour de France stage yeah. And, yeah. and it was like, on a lunatic, what the hell are you I doing? Know, I always liked Heinrich just, just and, um, and then crying on the podium. He crossed the line. You know, Heinrich's, on... Heinrich's tears uh, were, were like yeah. I, I miss Heinrich Hausler winning just because he cried. He cried when he won. He cried when he lost. I love that man just for that. <laughs> I just I remember always him riding up to the line instead of putting his hands up in victory. He's got his hands over his eyes crying. <laughs> it's like, dude, yeah. you'll crash. Don't. <laughs> 
So, Poor Heinrich. So it was an awesome, awesome attack. Um, Actually, I shouldn't him. say Heinrich, should I? Because he's um he's Australian now. Heine, Heine, Heino, Heino. No, we'd say Heinrich because you know we're a modern, cultured, civilized people. Um, <laughs> is that cultured like um? Is that cultured like uh, the kind of cultures you get in a biological lab? Um, like in a really classy one, yeah, yeah, it's like in opera house and stuff. Um, so next, Megan Guarnier and Trixie Warwick got up the road, and surprisingly enough, a rider from Bowles Dolmens and a rider from Canyon Sram didn't work together. I have no idea why, but you know, there it was. <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna chase them down. Um, Orica were continuing to be aggressive. Rabo, obviously, everyone was having a go. Um, Silence organized a bit of a lead out, but it turned out that it was former world champ Marta Bastianelli who crossed the line first, taking the win. So did, Sil- did Silence organize a lead out for Marta? That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Thanks. Now conspiracy theories will abound. Thank you. Thanks. No, I mean, Marta Bastianelli, Marta Bastianelli, she's an interesting soul. She, um, yeah. She 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 was Mariana Voss's big rival back in the day, you know, for junior world championships and stuff. And she won world. She was a world champion. Um, it, this was like, uh, you know, knocking the year after the year after Mariana did starting Mariana's run of like lots of second places at worlds. And then she was caught for a for doping, which was a dietary aid. And she actually famously complained that her doping ban was was unfair and wrong so they upped it um <laughs> which seems a little bit unfair but then she yeah. you know she obviously she had an eating disorder she had an eating disorder she wasn't very happy she wasn't very well she came back um she's had a baby since yep. and she's come back from having a baby and she's kind of more from being a super climate you know very skinny very very skinny climber to being a sprinter and i hope you know i hope she's happy because i think you know I, it, it was she like does, she does seem to be a bit happier i'm not saying you know i'm not excusing any i don't excuse any doping at all i think there's also something that we don't talk about a lot which is about some of these doping stuff that is tied in with weight and that is just tied yeah. in with eating disorders this is not an excuse for doping i'm not an apologist but yeah she's um i mean her doping ban was so long ago that i feel slightly less icky about her winning than i would about you know for example um uh, you know, uh, I don't know, Holger Zabalinskaya, for example. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so Bastianelli, she's an interesting rider. She's become a sprinter. And, you know, it's good for Ali Chip. And, I mean, you know, it's good. For, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. always wish. I always well, wish yeah. that doping banned riders, you know, were banned for longer. But, this, you know, she's been away for so long that yeah, I'm... Yeah, and, and that's it. She did, I mean, she served her sentence and, and has been away, like you say, for quite a while and, and stuff. I'm willing to just sort of wear it you know Um, yeah yeah the the other thing that i found interesting about the race was you know while we were talking about the day before at um at newest blood the the sort of dominance of some teams one thing that i found really interesting about this race was that it was quite a diverse top 10 so you know we had Marta in first beating out leah kirchman for live planter um lot of lopisto for cervello bigler so uh, good for Lotte Lepisto. I mean, yeah. she's really, really, really developing and growing almost in every race that she does. Absolutely. Shelley Olds for Silence in fourth. 
which oh. I think this is going to be an interesting thing too, because of course, um, Lotta Lapisto and Shelley were both on Bigler last year. Yeah. And um, obviously Shelley and her husband, the DS Manel Lacambra left um, on uh, interesting terms with Bigler halfway through the season. And, Indeed. And one, of, and one of the things that was said about it was that, oh, well, you know, Manel wouldn't let, you know, only wanted Shelley, only wanted results to go for Shelley and wouldn't let riders like Lotta have a, Right, so that's yeah. Whether that's true or not, because obviously there's two sides to every 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 story. But yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes it interesting. Um, so then we had Lucinda Brand for Rabo in fifth, um, Anamique Van Vleuten and Sarah Roy in sixth and seventh for Orica. Um, eighth was Yip Van den Bos for Park Hotel Valkenburg. Ninth was Romy Casper for Bowles Dolmens, and tenth uh, was Tiff Cromwell for Canyon Shram. So. You know, so interesting. Really very, interesting. very interesting. So the only um, team that actually got two riders into the top ten was Orica. And, wow! Um, and there's no Wiggle Honda in that top ten, is there? There's no, no like, no. like their top rider was Emma Johansson, Emma Johansson at fifteenth. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, so it was a fun, it was a fun race. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it it's interesting and it and it kind of yeah i like i mean i like dominant teams because they make the they make they make a fun narrative but i also like it when they don't have it every way but leah kirchman oh my god she's yeah. so good that's yeah. that's that's really exciting for her Absolutely. this is her first full european season she's ridden on north american based teams she's canadian um but yeah, racing yeah. for Liv. I, I hope, you know, she was joking. Um, Felix Mattis, who does these fantastic video interviews, was saying, oh, fourth of yesterday, second today. What are you going to do next week? She's going, oh, clearly win. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and it's interesting to me too, because like you say, you know, this is her, her first full season, but it's also, um, as we mention almost every week, an Olympic year. Um, so yes. she's she's going to be very interesting to watch um, and see where, where yes. that goes. Yeah. Leah, Leah Kirkman, she, I mean, she's, she's always had some fun results. Remember, mm. she was on the podium at the first ever La Course. Yep. And that's the year when she won the Canadian um, Road, ITT and Crip Champs all in the same weekend. Yep. So, yep. yeah, good Yeah, good, exactly. Good it's not like she's short of talent. It's just going to be really interesting to see how she goes with a full Euro season under her belt yeah. come end of the year, you know. So we had one Bowles-dominated race, and then we had one open race. Yep. And then we had La Samin on Wednesday, which La Samin de Dam. Oh my God, it's like I'm on a roller coaster of <laughs> in terms of looking at coverage at the moment because you know you start off low with noise blad, uh, you know, and then you go up. Oh my God, Evie's hour. Oh my God, um, you know, Omlik van Hergeland, which also has an amazing 20 minute highlight. So you don't, you know, you can watch the full race. You can watch the 20 minute highlights. It's wonderful. And then you come down to La Samin, which obviously is a women's race at the same time as a men's race. In the past, there's been highlights, but I, I don't know if it's because I'm ill, but I can't see anything from Le Samin. No, I couldn't find it. If you know of anything, let us know. But yeah, video. I mean, yeah, yeah, in terms of video. I mean, we've got a couple of race reports, but yes. Um, but it was it was a super interesting finish to the race. And I mean, you know, in terms of dominant team narrative and stuff, um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's a so it's a race with like a big loop and then two then a couple of local laps and they've got cobbles and hills and cobbled hills yeah and it does sound like a lovely race to watch but um yeah, yeah. there's been tons of splits there have been tons of attacks and it, you know lots of attacks lots of groups lots of riders getting away and it came you know with um so it down lots- to about 50k to go there was around 50 riders split from the bunch 
Um, so a couple of silence writers, Shelley Olds and Valet Scandalara were there. Amy Peters and Emma Johansson for Wiggle. And um, and all of Bowles Dolmets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and look, I, I'm not pretending I'm like the world's foremost expert or whatever, but, you know, we've had this sort of conversation previously about other races where other teams, Orica, um, have been in similar <laughs> situations where they basically get their whole team in a break and then somehow manage not to win. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Bowles Diamonds were kind of, this is like, this is this is the race, I guess, that you would go show Orica so they know what to do when they're in that situation next time around. Yeah, so basically they had like you end up with like the last group had all of Bowles Dolmans. <laughs> um plus uh Amy Amy Peters and Emma Johansson from Wiggle Wiggle High Five, plus Flushy Mackay from uh from um Lift, Lift, from Lift, Lift Planter, plus Lauren Kitchen from High Tech, you know, uh, various uh, uh Valley Scandalara, uh various a couple of Park Hotel Valken Park Hotel Valkenberg had Jermaine Post and Natalie Van Gogh. And they're definitely punching above their weight right yeah, now yeah. and park hotel but um yeah it kind of came down to the last lap um nikki harris who is a cyclocross rider who's who was riding her first road race for bowls dolmans was actually out in out in a break in the last lap but it came down at 4k to go um from a group probably i'm gonna guess about eight or nine were still yeah, in the front group yeah, at that point was, um yeah emma johansson attacked chantal black came with her chantal black beat her in the sprint <laughs> I mean, you know, like, yeah, it's just one of those, like, Emma, like, there's just, she was never, like, it was her versus Paul Stolmans. Like, yeah, it ended up, this is, okay, this is the top 10. So, okay. Um, Chantal Black wins, Emma Johansson second, 14 seconds behind her. Uh, so that's, you know, one bowls, one wiggle high five, 14 seconds behind her. And Peters brings in a small group of one, two, three, four, five riders. Uh, 14 seconds behind um, for Wiggle High Five. Flirty Mackay from Lift Planter. I think it was a Lift Planter, De Jong, a Renner mixed team. Um, then it was Demi De Jong, Nikki Harris, and Christine Mayerus from <laughs> All Bowles from Bowles Dolmans. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and 41 seconds later, Kelly Joyce from Bl- Top Spot Blandron. Uh, 48 seconds, Lauren Kitchen bringing in another small group of around uh, seven riders for high tech products, and Roxanne Fournier from Futuroscope in 10th. Yeah. So literally, um, literally the only Bowles Dolmans rider who didn't make the top ten was Caroline Canuel. Um, she was twelfth. Yeah, so, and she was twelfth. Um, and you know, when you look at those numbers, I kind of have to give a tip of a hat to Wiggle High Five for getting their two riders on the podium. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Emma Johansson and Amy Peters are amazing classics riders. But yeah, um, fun times, fun times. I mean, there's a lot of big teams who you know when you're sitting there going, okay, well. Were, were they actually in this race? You know, yeah. I mean, there were some. There were some teams that weren't there. So you don't have Rabobank in there for a reason. For example, they're not. They're, 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 the reason they're not in the top ten is because they weren't there, and um, Oraka weren't there either. But there are still some very big teams who who didn't make it. I mean, yeah, I'd love to see what happened. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, um, based on what we know, it sounds like it was pretty exciting. So yeah. Yeah. Oh. Whew. Yeah, I know. Amazing. Hey, um, before we move over to the track, how about we just take a quick look ahead at what's on tomorrow? Oh, 
tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, no. is, anything, is anything happening tomorrow, Daniel? I'm not sure. Well, see, I, I don't this, is, this is this is again back to my love hate narrative with what I can and can't see live because, like, I really want to see this live. I want it. I want it to be live. I want drones and helicopters and cameras on horseback and downhill mountain bikers with GoPros on their helmets and I want all the coverage of this race. It's Strade Bianchi, people. Best. Strade Bianchi, first race in the Women's World Tour, and the first, and actually, it's um, it's quite an interesting thing because we have basically a series of um, of of basically a whole month of of race of races every you know every week we go Strade, Drenta, Binder, Gentwevelgem, Flanders. Like it's just yeah. such a great run. It's like an epic run of racing. So, so, so exciting. Yeah. So, Strada Bianchi, it's got 22 kilometers of white, of cobbled, of beautiful, beautiful white, roll, right, white gravel road cobbles. White gravel, I don't, we don't even need cobbles, goddammit. Yeah. White gravel road sections. Um, it's 121 kilometers in total. It's got some really nice, interesting climbing. Um, the Paso del Rospatoio at 28.7 kilometers. And then, you know, the hills aren't very big, but they're thigh destroying, is what they are. And it's also just gut wrenchingly beautiful countryside, anyway. It's disgusting. So beautiful. It's just gorgeous. It's It's so beautiful, it makes you angry. It's just. It it, does not. It's wonderful. It's got an uphill fin. It starts and finishes in Siena. The finish is basically a load of rolling, 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 rolling bits with two gravel sections in the last 19 kilometers. Um, but it kind of has this uphill section, uphill run to this, then a tiny, you know, up, uphill and then a little tiny descent um, to the finish line. And oh, I, I just yeah. keep reading the, the team, the route description on the website and going, oh man. Wow, it's just like it's so so gorgeous and yeah, beautiful, yeah. and Absolutely. and it, and, the, and the women race a lot of the same route, road roads as the men race. You know, it's it's yep. just it's just oh, it's, it's it's just a spectacular race. Like it is everything that you want a classic to be. Um, yeah, you know, last year Megan Guarnier won it. Um, it'll be interesting to see if she's you know um, able to successfully defend this time around. Um, but it is just like this is the thing. I'll be I'll be following along live as best we can, but gosh, the whole time I'm just going to be wishing that I could be seeing it. Yeah. Oh, stunning! I'm just I honestly I'm I'm just I'm having a moment just thinking about getting to watch the highlights. I'm just. Oh. Mm. Well, there should be. I mean, if you want to watch it, I've got a guide on our site, ProWomenCycling.com. There will be there should be 15 minute highlights at least. Um, on the Rye Sport 2 coverage after the men's race, if it was like last year. And there will be um, highlights apparently delivered to the UCI channel at some stage during yeah. you know, during the, during the following week. We don't really know. The UCI put out a slightly confusing press release this week about how the World Tour stuff will work because it kind of... Um, I mean, that's hardly surprising that a press release from the UCI doesn't quite make sense. Well, they said they last basically what we've had for the last couple of years for the World Cup is like twenty-six minute highlights shows after each race. Yeah, um, yeah. And this year, what we're going to have is on the in cycle program, there'll be twelve shows will feature twelve of their twenty-six minute shows will feature 
the women's world tour so that doesn't mean that they'll be so that could be like you know three minutes in a, yeah yeah in a, exactly in a, in a thing it's like it doesn't seem like it's like gonna be a very exciting thing to see so we could actually end up with worse coverage than we had for the last couple of years oh from the uci God. if that happens could... I, I i pity the poor person at the uci who has to listen to us rant about that if that happens so yeah but you know mm. when have they listened to us before every week we're just that beloved yeah um there's a there's a there's an amazing there's some really good descending in the australia bianchi there's some um there's there's some like there's some 50 you know you go up some 15 percent. some of the gravel sections are like 15 yeah, percent. yeah 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 and then you have a really hard descent and then you got like an 18 percent climb exactly i mean like i said it's everything that you could ever want a classic to be it's yeah. it's just stunning. So I am very 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 excited for this race. Uh, yeah, and if you want to know, I wrote a guide that's in this thing, which is stacked full of women's cycling coverage. If you want to argue with me about that, or argue with me about my dream team, that's what I wrote, which I know you will, I know your feelings about, then tell me. Buy it and then write with me on Twitter. I'm underscore pigeons underscore. Indeed, indeed. Um, and, yeah, uh, Sarah loves a good Twitter fight. It's like her favourite. It's her third favourite sport. So not. So, 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 so not. Well, um, yeah. okay. Um. <laughs> Maybe I love a good Twitter fight. Either way, whatever. Dan loves a good Twitter fight. You can fight with Dan on my behalf. Oh, tag, no. Tag look, okay, yeah, but be interesting if you're going to. I had someone a couple of weeks ago try and pick a Twitter fight with me. Um, and it was just boring. It was like, dude, just try, just try, you know, bring your A game or don't, don't turn. That's Dan, Dan, Dan W official if you want to fight with him. So, track world championships. Track oh, world championships. So we oh, sent... go. We, we should probably just say there've been some other races. There's been mystery invisible races. We always like a mystery invisible races. The um, Masada Arad ITT in um, in Israel was yes. won by Shani Block ahead of Path at Path Bash Paz Bash um, of Israel with Andrea Christofferu from Cyprus in third. But you know, like there isn't even a website, so yeah, you know, I. UCI races, pop-up races. I mean, you know, I think these are the same. At least, you know, this wasn't the, the Golan races that were on the calendar and disappeared. We should probably give them props for actually riding. But, you know, if a race, if a tree falls in a forest and no one hears it, blah, blah. Yeah. If a race happens and it doesn't even have a website, blah, blah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but, you know, good, 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 good on Israel for holding some races yeah, for Israeli yeah. riders to get some points to go to the Olympics. I mean, you know, that's the spirit of the competition, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. It's the Olympic spirit. Um, so yes, and it's infecting us I'm all. Not, sorry, sorry. I'm not. I'm not dissing. I'm not dissing the fact that there are races outside of the uh, outside of the traditional cycling countries at all. I just. It's just frustrating when you want to celebrate riders from other countries and there's no information about them. Do you know what I mean? It's like that. That. That's my biggest bugbear. And pop up races. You know, obviously, I've ranted about that a lot. But you know, if you're going to hold a pop up race, at least at least put out some information about it. God damn it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, and it, it's not hard these days. Like honestly, and for a modest fee, Sarah will help you do it. So true. Yeah. True. True. Um, yeah. So track world champs. Mm. Do you watch track, Daniel? Are you watching track? Um, well, honestly, I'm not watching because it's in London, and so it's on at like middle of the night. So I'm it sleeping. It literally starts. It literally the TV coverage literally starts at six a.m. 
in your time or my time? Your time. Yeah, see? 6 a.m. That's a thing that happens to other people. <laughs> like, yeah, but, you know, you can be up by 8 to watch the end 6 a.m. is literally middle of the night. And then... <laughs> And then, and then, you know, I've got to get up and race to work. So I'm not getting to watch it. But I have seen some results. I've seen some pretty cool results. So uh, Rebecca Wyzak, um has retained her um, individual pursuit world championship. Rebecca um, Wyzak is always so, so lovely when you see her on yeah. the podium. She's and adorable. She's, well, I'm also, I, I, I think, um, obviously, because we spoke about this the other week on, on the podcast, um, when the team was on their way to London for the World Champs, um, Beck had that photo of herself in Changi Airport in Singapore with the recovery, um, you know, trousers on. Mm. So obviously they worked. So, you know, smart play there, Beck. Well done. Um, and, um, obviously Anna Mears won Queen of England or whatever it is that she wins whenever she wins everything on the track. Um, Anna Mears hasn't won a single race on the track. Our team sprint team won the world championship again, obviously. Um, and Bradley Wiggins won biggest crybaby at the world championships. And, um, I think that's that's it. That's all that's happened so far because we're only up to day three. So Australia's Jesus. won everything. Anna Mears is now the Queen of England and Bradley Wiggins is a crybaby. That's what's been going on. I would give Anna Mears the title of Queen of England, but no, so drama. So yeah, Rebecca Wyzak won the um won the won the individual pursuit ahead of Gosha Wojtyra and Annie Foreman McKay from Canada, who's, oh, who's nice. a brand new um who's her, literally her first world because she's skipped over from some other sports. She is not the Canadian who used to be a bobsledder there is a canadian out there who used to be a bobsledder and i like to think that the banking and bobsled have something in common yes yes indeed so that was day one day two team sprint now team sprint had drama we are literally riding the drama llama for the team sprint um it started before the um so basically there's been some weirdness about the team sprint from the British side, yeah, because um, the Brits, uh, we hadn't qualified for the Olympics. You can So this is the weird thing about the Olympics. Only five team sprint squads from Europe can, can go to the Olympics, which is a little bit unfair since, apart from China and Australia, um, the, and, you know, maybe a bit of Canada and a bit of New Zealand, the best teams in the world in team sprint are, are, are European. And, you know, that's not, that's not being... Uh, no, but I mean, you realise that true. you realise you did just give like four exceptions. So, like, that's a no, 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 no. It's a reasonable yes, yes, list yes. of exceptions. Yes, 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 yes. The reasonable list of exceptions is reasonable, but we still adding them up haven't got to even ten. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's like, yeah, China. Well, how many China... teams do you need to pursue though? Like, team sprint. Yeah, exactly. None. You... It's a sprint. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, so. <laughs> So it was all basically Great Britain to qualify for the Rio had to finish two places above France and they didn't. They finished like they finished fifth and France was seventh. They needed to wow. And so Katie Marchant and Jess Varnish, the riders, were very, very, very upset about this in the press, talking about the um talking about how yeah, I, about the qualification. Because yeah, what basically is what, what is it about British cycling and and uh, riders and the press? Like is it the is it the UK press that are just particularly aggressive about getting 
you know, quotes and stuff and, and just have this knack of no, people talking out? Or... something is going... I mean, obviously, British cycling has got lots and lots and lots of problems. Anyone who's listened to this before has heard my views on British cycling. Yeah. They're not good at... Basically, they have one way, which is Shane Sutton's way. And if you don't fit into this one way, they drop you and they drop you quite brutally. They don't seem to have any kind of duty of care to riders as individuals. Yeah, which, you know... Sorry, I should add that the main reason I jumped on that when you mentioned it is because there is this long history. Like, you know, um, Emma Pooley, Nicole Cook, Vicky Pendleton. Like, it's not like this is coming out. Of- yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, Wendy Hoovenagle. Yeah, exactly. This isn't a surprise. So before, in the week before the race, um, Shane Sutton was criticising Katie Archibald. Katie Archibald is a Team Pursuit rider who had had an accident that put her out of the world. Um, she's part of the Team Pursuit squad. And she said it was a training accident, but it turned out that it was a motorbike accident. That she's not very new, new about her motorbike and she was riding right. in the rain and she busted her knee and she busted her cruciate ligaments. Now, I have some sympathy with Shane Sutton. Oh my God, I can't believe I said that. In that, in that it is an Olympic year. It is like perhaps not the best year to start your new hobby. Yeah, in, yeah. In, in, in motorbike riding and stuff yeah. like that. However, however, I don't think it was right that he went to the press and complained about her. Exactly. I, yeah. So, so he, so I say, so Shane Stutton started it, and he was responded to by Laura Trot and Jason Kenny, who were basically, that's ridiculous. You know, of course it would be better if she hadn't had the accident, but we have to have a life outside cycling. British cycling treaters like kids, yeah. um, and they don't, they don't understand that we have a life outside and cycling. Exactly, and they don't actually own us. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 basically, yes, Shane Sutton may have had a point that perhaps it wasn't the wisest thing to do for um, Katie Archibald. However, I don't think it's right that, that British Cycling they have a long history of of briefing the press against riders. So when they didn't get through, I, this is in the context. Um, Katie Marchant and Jess Barnish were basically saying that although they have the team, the sprint squad has had problems with Becky James being injured. Um, you know, uh, Victor, Vicky Williamson's injured. Uh, yep. Jess Varnish is carrying injuries. However, they hadn't qualified. You know, they kind of were sending very, very, very young, untried riders to quali- to ride to things with qualification points. And their their point was, we should have done. You know, we should have made nailed down the qualification first, and yeah. then. Yeah. So yeah, so that was fun. Um, the so you know drama. Next yep. drama: Germany versus Australia, riding for bronze. Right. Wasn't won by Anna Mears and Stephanie Morton. Was won by Miriam Welter and Christina Vogel of Germany. Then that, we come to that. Sounds like an error. That just yeah. Uh, surely you meant to say was won by Anna Mears. <laughs> then we um, come to the final, and the final is uh, Gong Jingji and Zhong Tianxi from China racing Darish Maleva and Anastasia Voynova of Russia. So dramatic! It started off with um, with with one of the Russians having a their, their wheel got caught in the starting gate, so they had like this wheel spin and this crash. They had a false start. Then the Chinese won. Uh-huh. Then the Chinese were relegated what? because they because they'd had a like an incorrect crossover. Um, oh crossover my to god! Rider two. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so the Russians won. They had very big podium smiles. Yeah, I bet they did. But holy shit, that's uh, yeah. Okay, yep, drama definitely. So much drama. Yeah. So, so day two, day two, day two, day two. We start more drama, more drama. Now, we started off with a women's team pursuit. The women's team pursuit is supposed to be. 
Australia versus in Great Britain in the final. That's how it's supposed to be. That is, that's how it's meant to work. That's like, I mean, <laughs> that's just what it is, right? And when we're watching it, we're going, oh, God, you know, because Britain were qualifying second fastest at the first split, second fastest at the second split, second fastest at the third split. And then they kind of came in at fifth. And we're like, what the fuck? What happened? And what had happened was they'd had the four riders together. And one rider, I think it was Kira Horn, had just lost contact with the three riders on the head of her and then swung up and then leaving the third rider, Joe Rousel's basically chased back by herself in the final split. So, yeah, not particularly good at this point for British cycling. Um, right. <laughs> sorry. Yes. Awkward. Yeah. Which, yeah, awkward. So basically today, the USA race Australia and Canada face New Zealand to the chance to race for gold. Right. And then the two of those that don't do it, then they go into a put. then their time is compared to Britain, China, Poland and Italy's time. And the two of those ones which have the highest thing. Then like two race best tights race. race off for bronze. Yeah, bronze. Right. It's really confusing and I'm really glad there are like riders' mums out there who <laughs> That's yeah. not how it works because I, like, I don't understand what I've been watching <laughs> track. Oh, God, no, I don't get it. You're, you're 100% right though, isn't it? Like always ask a rider's parent. Yeah, because <laughs> they've read all of the rules carefully. and they'll also be able to explain it to you if you can explain it in the context of it so thank you to Tina Diederikson um, <laughs> who's awesome um, and also it's quite nice because I do I, you know I really really enjoy writers parents on Twitter and stuff they're they're, they're brilliant and lovely so yeah. you know it's great awesome. so yeah so um, then the scratch <laughs> yeah, drama so then we come to the scratch race uh, which after the disaster of the team pursuit, Laura Trot won. <laughs> um, and it's nice because there's Mariana Voss on Twitter saying, you know, Laura, she's a deserving winner. She mm. took responsibility for chasing down the, for, for doing the chasing, chasing down the breaks and stuff like that. Laura Trot wins. Kirsten Veeld, second from the Netherlands, second. Stephanie Ruoda from Canada, third. Yoning Dora from Belgium, fourth. Sorry, one day I will stop saying Canada. And ah. Yamila Machikova, AKA crazy check last in fifth. Um, for the rest of the world, every time Yamila Mashikova attacks in any race, you have to take a drink. Oh, okay, fair enough. And the final really most emotional race, really most emotional race was the Kieran. Um, it's very emotional for Brits and, and for track fans, not just Brits, because while British cycling has been having a pretty bad women's uh contest so far it was the return to the world for becky james former kieran world champion becky had a has had just piles of shit in the last years um she was she went to a routine smear test a cervical smear test and had lots and lots of precancerous cells like Ooh, like you know right, basically yeah. it's one step down from you've actually got cancer so she had to have an opera routine operation to um to, 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 to kind to of get rid of that. Yep. cells and then when she was recovering she got a knee injury presumably you know she got a knee injury when she was out riding and, and it's a really complicated knee injury and it was awful and, and she's just had Becky's a really lovely rider she's a really nice friendly lovely rider and, and you read the interview there's an interview with her on the Guardian from last autumn and it's just like and then she's like you know and, and then her boyfriend's a, a rugby player um, a, a, an international rugby player and then he had a ton of concussions so they're like oh my god has he got brain injury yeah. so you know the last couple of years she said she's got this thing about I, I promised I wasn't going to cry in 2016 <laughs> <laughs> because I've just been crying all the time I'm just phoning up my parents and phoning up my friends and my family and my boyfriend is just crying and crying on them so yeah so 
Becky didn't get through the first round by herself. Basically, the first two you have six riders racing, and the first two in the first round go through automatically. And then you have things called repechages, where the yep. best, you know, the best riders, um, the the kind of third best rider gets to ride the repechage to get through. So um, Anna Mears and Becky James, uh, no, Anna Mears nearly. Actually, I'll come back to Anna Mears. So Becky James had come through the repechage. Anna Mears had been had had initially been going to race in the repechage, but um, uh, one of the other riders was was um, Ekaterina Nidenko was relegated because she like I think Mears has this great tweet about how her her childhood BMX skills um, saved her from <laughs> from from you know from a kind of you know from being really you know from nearly being fucked over basically by 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 by, by another rider. Um, yeah, so so yeah, so it's very exciting. So it comes down to the final, um, and when you've got like Christina Vogel, Anna Mears, uh, Becky James, Guo Shuang of uh, Guo Shuang of China, um, uh, uh, you know, Lyubov Basova of Belarus, and, and Li Heijing of Korea in a, in the final, won by Christina Vogel, Mears in second. But I've got to say, Becky James's third was. I love Christina Vogel. I love Anna Mears. They're wonderful, but. I'm yeah. just delighted that Becky's got a um Yeah, got a medal. Uh, yeah. yeah. And you know, she's back. She's yeah. back and yeah. she's, and she's back in the right year and you know, just oh, I'm so happy for her. Like Cool. Yeah. She just had crap and yeah, and I think all the other riders were happy for her too, you know. It's not yeah. like it's like, Yeah, it's, exactly. I'm not just being... like it's you know, you'd be happy for your teammate and especially like you say, when you know, she's had such a hard run of it for, for quite a long time, just having a, a really good result is just great. Yeah. And there's some great tweets. There's um Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie Morton asked Anna Mears to sign her jersey. <laughs> And there's also an Mears with 27 smiley faces for her 27th world medal over 13 <laughs> world title campaigns in 15 years. So, you know, um, that's 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 fun. So, yeah. Oh, my God. And it still carries on because we've got like three more days of racing. Uh, we can follow the racing on the live timing and the evening sessions are on TV all over the world. And if not on TV, streams online. Cool. <sighs> awesome. Um <sighs> Yeah, and so that's that's what we've been doing in the week, guys. Is you know keeping up with all of that. There's um, more. And yeah, and and we're still not done. We're still not done, and um, we'll just run these quickly. There's some really interesting. It's funny how sometimes these things happen. Um, sometimes things happen in like like as if there's a little world sending a theme my way. <laughs> and this week the theme was um, well. The theme was for me, uh, you know, kind of riders from like cycling is very, very white, right? It's incredibly white. It's too white. And so there was a kind of quite interesting theme of non-white cyclists uh, because we had a cycling news did a profile of Jeanne d'Arc Jérôme Boutou after her silver medal in the ITT and the African Continental Championships last week. Awesome. And then the BBC had put out this really lovely little video clip of American rider Aisha McGowan, who's wants to become the first african-american female pro cyclist awesome and it's a really nice little piece she's just when she talks about cycling she talks about what cycling means to her and how it feels and it's just like yeah yeah, yeah. that's exactly it she's just she, she's very good at conveying her passion for riding and racing and um if you want to follow aisha she's uh, aisha She's on uh, Twitter, and she's also got she's she's also got a blog called Quick Brown Fox, which is um, 
just where she talks about making the making the video with the BBC and stuff like that. Um, it's oh, sorry, aquickbrownfox.com, um, which is lovely. Um, yeah, there was also a really interesting speaking of cycling outside of um, whiteness and also outside of actual racing. There was a really sweet world bicycling re- relief film yeah. about uh, yeah. uh, about about what they their work. They they provide bicycles to people basically in in developing countries and people who need bicycles. And they had a really lovely one looking at a woman called um, Georgina in Zambia and talking about how it had basically this bike changed her life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's just one of those ones that it's a nice reminder, I think, too to. Um, you know, that outside of the, the sort of elite pro end of cycling as a sport, bikes still have a real power and practicality in the world. Um, yeah. You know, and it is really touching seeing Georgina talk about, you know, how her Buffalo bike has literally helped her. Um, you know, she's she's a small holding farmer who, um, for, you know, sells milk from her cows. And it's made it easier for her to deliver her milk and and you know help yeah, her survive. It's, it's it's yeah. She's part of. She's got like she's got like a small number of cows and she's part of a, a, a co-op. dairy cooperative. Yeah. And they're saying that before she used to have to walk her milk there, so she could only deliver once a day. And now she's got her bike; she can milk her cows twice a day and sell the milk twice a day. And it's just it's like, and she's an older woman, you know, she's an older woman as yeah. well. She's not. It's it's like she's like everyone, you know. She's and she yeah. has this thing about older, like, you know, widows. Exactly. Widows talk yeah. about how we're all by ourselves and we can't do things, but a bicycle's helped me. Yeah, like absolutely. it's just so touching. Um, World Bicycle Relief. I think they're an American-based charity. If you want to support them, um, they have a website, World Bicycling Relief, Bicycle Relief, and they're on Twitter as Power of Bicycles. And kind of in contrast of that was something from the new from the New York Times looking at women riding bikes in Gaza, where cycling is not exactly prohibited, but it's sort of, but it's kind of pretty much in effect is for yeah. women. Like it's not it's not illegal, but it's pretty much like you know frowned upon, and and you know women women talking about being spat at when they ride bikes. But there's a couple of women talking about their their experiences of cycling, you know, for very different you know very different women for very different reasons. Yeah, you know, riding basically to keep fit, but also you know one of the women talks about I I remembered how it felt riding as a child, how free I felt, and I wanted that feeling back and. Yeah, it's it's another thing about you know we shouldn't take our bike you know we shouldn't take our bikes for granted basically is the kind of you know exactly exactly good yeah interesting interesting stuff so yeah um, tons more stuff that we can't talk about in our blog prowomenscycling.com. And don't forget, if you have seen social media from riders that you like, then please please nominate them for the March social media jersey. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, Which I will get around to updating, I promise. I just have been sick this week. Yes, you've been unwell and you do get a pass. Plus, we've still got the whole month to get them all up. So that's going to be all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We've had some really good fun nominations. But if you've seen social media from any rider, any team that you've really enjoyed, then 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 ping it my way because um, uh, uh, you can do it on the blog. You can leave a comment. You can tell me on Twitter at underscore pigeons underscore. You can email us at prowomenscycling at gmail.com. Exactly. Uh, thank you very much for hanging out and listening to us and catching up on all the racing with us. Uh, and look forward to enjoying, um, you know, Strata Bianchi. I'm still very, very excited about that. And we'll be back to talk to you about that and more next week. Yeah. Thank you very, very much for listening.